In a fight, the main objective of each protagonist is to penetrate the blind spot of his opponent. This point is called in Japanese shikaku, which literally means blind spot. It is the place where you can see your opponent and he cannot see you well. In general, when we have a guard position, aihanni, that is to say, one foot slightly forward, this blind spot will literally be in our back. That is to say that in front of you, you will have an opponent who will also have a one foot slightly in front, and you will want to penetrate this angle behind him. To arrive in this blind spot is to have his spine in front of you. In Aikido, the step that we will allow us to penetrate this blind spot is called irimi, which in Japanese means to move forward. This position is considered fundamental, whatever the discipline. Chiba-sensei made us work a lot on this irimi entry. He did not hesitate to say that it was in fact the essence of martial arts and that any fight could be reduced to this single one step. Once you are placed in this blind spot, everything, or almost everything, is allowed to you, and almost nothing is allowed to the one who opposes you. Obviously, he will do everything to prevent you from entering his blind spot, and in the same way, you will do everything to prevent your opponent from entering your own blind spot. Just like when you drive a car, the blind spot is the point where you cannot see behind you very well. Moreover, Chiba-sensei also told us that you have to have your eyes in the ten directions. I even heard him say a few times that we had to see through our skin. This reminded me a lot of a sentence I heard in Kalaripayat, the Indian martial arts, which is considered as the basis of all Asian martial arts. To see with the skin means to develop a sensitivity such that one can physically feel a movement or even an intention of one's opponent without it going through the eye circuit. When I practiced Sistema, the Russian martial arts, we used to do this exercise with real sharp knives and an opponent would come from behind us and slowly stab in the back, varying the places each time. You had to feel where he was going to stab you and anticipate his movement before the blade actually touched you. And I can assure you that with a bit of practice, you can feel and move just before the blade hits you. I am not able to tell you if it is a a capture of the opponent's intention or his movement, still you feel the danger coming towards you. About two weeks ago, I was helping a friend in the forest to transport wood logs on a small quad. My mission was to open and close the gate to go from one field to the other. At one point, we had put a log in the quad much wider than the usual and with sharp branches at the tip that protruded from the side of the quad. 
My friend didn't notice, and while I had opening the gate, I was still from the back of the advancing squad, and as she accelerated without realizing the danger represented by the sharp branches that were coming in my back. But just before the branches hit me, I caught myself moving sideways and turning my back just a fraction of a second before the sharp branches lacerated my jacket on the shoulder. If I hadn't had that feeling, I probably would have taken the sharp branches at full speed in my back and I would likely still be in the hospital as I ride this line. So through practice, one can develop a feeling for events and a bodily, psychic, emotional or other sensitivity. I'm not able to give the exact qualifier, but it is there. This can be included in a catch-all term such as the sixth sense or something similar. I believe science remains divided on the composition and especially the location of consciousness. It oscillates between the all-chemical brain and the non-localization of consciousness, as practiced by shamans, for example. In the first option, It consists in saying that the brain is the seat of consciousness and that all its interactions are chemical processes. The second option is to think that consciousness is universal, outside of us, and that we only receive this consciousness like a radio tuned to a certain frequency. Obviously, the second approach is much more likely to explain phenomena such as premonition, sixth sense, or other anticipation like the one which I have just described. The vision through the skin, or through the ten eyes, clearly does not fit into that brain chemistry explanation, unless one imagines information receptors that are still unknown to science such as the magnetic field sensors that migratory birds use. We remember that during the great tsunami of Christmas 2004 in the Indian Ocean, most of the animals had taken refuge on the height, and that very few died, unlike human beings. So we probably have forgotten and let our sense become dull, which in the past would have allowed us to perceive before it was too late. Whatever the rational explanation for these phenomena, global vision combined with the ability to penetrate the opponent's blind spot are undoubtedly two of the most fundamental principles that make the difference between a warrior and a great warrior.